0: Well, today as we continue to move through the book of Acts, we see
1: another stage in the fulfillment of Christ's promise at the beginning of the book of Acts. He says that the gospel is going
0: to be uh, spread throughout the world, starting in Jerusalem, then going to the Samaritans, and then reaching outward to the ends of the world. And uh, we're seeing that now. We saw it take place a little bit with the Ethiopian eunuch and how the gospel was received by him. Again, someone kind of outside the Jewish nation, although he was kind of, sort of a, a half Jew in, in a sense, because he was a follower of Judaism uh, in some capacity before he received the Christian gospel. Uh, but here we have, for the first time, a really clear instance instance of the gospel going to non-Jewish people who have never practiced Judaism, they don't know much about it, and they're receiving the gospel fresh, without any prior Jewish roots and it's the first time that they're called Christians these are these are Gentiles these are Greeks in in Antioch and uh, I think it's very easy for us and we can to to underestimate we can never do so we can never underestimate the radical birth pains the radical tremors the radical earthquake that the church faced when the first Jewish Christians started to realize that the gospel was intended to be received by the Gentiles without the Gentiles becoming Jews first.
1: It was a really
0: huge transition. And we, we as Gentile Christians, after 2,000 years of of Christianity being primarily a Gentile reality, we just take it for granted. You're like, yeah, of course. (laughs) But... If you got, you gotta put yourself in these guys' shoes. The first Christians grew up, they were circumcised, they observed the law. Jesus himself, for the most part, you know, although there was some very, you know, I mean, there's interesting indications that he hinted at, that, that the gospel was gonna go outside of the Jewish people, and, uh, and it was, you know, they, they weren't gonna to have to observe the law. But, Apart from those sort of veiled, mysterious sort of uh, hints or intimations that our Lord put forth in the days of his earthly ministry, he himself was a Jew. He observed the law. Here he is right now in the temple, and there's a, a Jewish feast going on. I mean, it's a whole other religion that these people were embracing. And the idea that salvation was going to go to people without them having to be circumcised, without them having to observe any of the Jewish feasts or laws which there's hundreds of them, without having to embrace the Jewish culture and religion, it's really, really a big change. And it's amazing how well the transition took place. Okay, so you've got the church facing a huge change, and yet it happened graciously because, take for example, Barnabas. Okay, Barnabas goes to Antioch. Barnabas is a Jew, Jewish Christian. When he arrived, he saw the grace of God, and he rejoiced, and he encouraged them all to remain faithful in the Lord, because he was a good man, filled with the Holy Spirit and faith. And that's really the key to it. It has to do with depth of character. When we as a church face changes or something that is really kind of outside our expectations, when we as individual Christians whether it would be family members or friends, encounter something that really goes contrary to our expectations. Nonetheless, it's the Lord behind it. The Lord is doing something that we don't quite understand. How do we face this new birth, this new transition or change that God is bringing us through, this challenge to our previously held expectations? How do we do it? Well, fundamentally, we can handle it and we can grow if we are good, if we have depth of character, and if we're filled with the Holy Spirit and with faith. So whatever challenge, whatever events that we might encounter in our lives that's really different than like, hmm, wait a second, is God in this? We'll be able to see Him. We'll be able to see His grace through faith, through being filled with the Holy Spirit, and through real depth of humility, and, and virtue and moral character. That's going to be the, uh, the anchor that holds us stable as we face changes in our lives. And I think this is one of the many things that we can uh, learn about today from our readings.